0: Reveille, reveille, donks. Look at us now, tip to tip. This is our life. This is our passion. That's the spirit we bring to this show. I'm Luke Thomas. I'm Brian Campbell.
1: This is Morning Combat.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Good gracious. That is bodacious. It's Friday, July 9th, 2021. And this right here, Morning Combat, Las Vegas, Park MGM, the setting. Brian Campbell BBC with that BDE, you know this man right here, the best in the world at what he does. The one and only Luke Thomas. Luke, it is UFC 264 weekend. Just through those doors, as John Attic would say, one more sleep until McGregor Poirier three. But forget about those two. How about the donks that came out? To Round see us of right applause now in for the donks. I mean, I mean. Can, Can you rub that one on the gums a little bit, Luke?
1: Yes, it feels good. It is numbing them as I speak. Yeah, thanks to everyone who's out here. The cameras can't show them, but uh, we see them. And uh, later on the show, we're going to do a live edition of DMs with Donks. You can ask us a question. On camera. How's yeah. that sound? So Fun? if we will good.
0: get fired, it will be at the hands of all of these people th- yes, today. It so that's great to see. Luke, a, a always
1: gr- blame the audience, I say. A
0: grown man, the great Aaron from Washington, went into his own bag and pulled out meat for you. Because I, mean, that's I have the sausage kind
1: of- for you. I'm like, you're not the first man to say that. But I'm not. <laughs> oh, we need to eat. Oh, right, right. All
0: right. Special thanks to our great crew here, CBS Sports, Malka, Showtime, combining for this great effort this week. We've been all over CBS Sports HQ. We've been all over the Morning well, Combat YouTube channel.
1: To the docs in the audience here, who here is Team Connor? Let me hear it. OK, who here is Team Poirier?
0: Oh, 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 OK, OK.
1: I got it. Yeah, The hot sauce is good. I agree. Uh, I got to tell you, I, I thought it'd be the reverse. Team yeah. Poirier, a lot more in the house than Team Connor. Interesting. Okay? You know, a little
0: bit more interesting is if you put your balls on the line and said, who here is Team Luke? <laughs> okay, yeah. but, but who here is team CEO of the BBC with the BDE? That's what I'm talking about. That's a, okay, a little bit of that. How do, you, how do you like the taste of that hot sauce, you old bitch? All yes. right, hey, we got a great show for you today, Live Wheel of Death. Live DMs from Donks, a lot of breakdown. But, Luke, I'm not going to try to sell people our merch because they're wearing it. They're wearing it, all right? If not on their skin in their hearts in their soul because we penetrate our viewers, unlike the Canadians, okay?
1: Uh, Are we going to do the show or are you just going to, like, ramble for the All right, here
0: we go. We definitely want to get right into it. It's UFC 264. They just stepped on the scales, Luke, for the official weigh-ins. Everyone's in. Everyone is complete-ish. Couple of misses here, but let's start right off the top. That's why we're here. Dustin Poirier, Conor McGregor, the third time. They both weigh in at 156 pounds for this lightweight trilogy main event. Corey, if we can manage your way in there and hit us up with some video here, Luke. I wanna get your reaction. We've been trying to play armchair psychologist all week with McGregor. Now we're just gonna be body guys and look at what we saw on the scales. Your thoughts entering this main event.
1: Not a whole lot to say from it. There has been a few times where Conor has weighed in and he made the extra one pound to make the championship weight. Didn't have to do that here, also just didn't do it. I thought he looked a little bit sucked out, but he's never been a guy who ever missed weight or complained about the weight. Well, when he lost, he complained about the weight, but never, never had a problem on the day of the weigh in itself. I
0: thought uh, he looked very lean at 155.
1: He did look lean. He'd, I mean, obviously, here's the problem. If you're used to Conor at 145, Connor at 155 is not that, it's obviously much better. I did think that Poirier had a much easier, I don't know, Hard to know how good their weight cut was, but Poirier looked fresh and ready to go on the scales. Agree or disagree? Uh,
0: I would agree with that. Also, a lot of people don't know, before the show, you have a uh, pre-show rituals, which you go to the men's room right around there, and you also cut a ton of weight right before leading into MK. That's disgusting. That man in the middle of the screen right there is Rafael Dos Anjos, the great RDA, who was called in, Luke. As the insurance policy, he weighed in as the potential last-minute opponent Cross the fingers, dot the I's and T's, we're not going to need the guy. But your thoughts on the choice of RDA, because it was interesting when Conor McGregor took to Twitter and was basically like, RDA, you can get some of that too.
1: He RD, Folks always forget the press conference where it was Conor versus RDA for a brief time. 196, brother. 196, where he got cut to fish bait by Conor. And Conor in his prime doing the whole Pablo Escobar. No, excuse me. The, not, was it Escobar? Can, was can we it?
0: just not go deep into the Colombian no, drug no, no, jokes no, no. and the, the coffee? Who was I don't Who's the stereotype South Americans. Who's the one we're? from Mexico? Uh, oh, um, the the guy, the the, the Chacho, El, El Chapo. Bro. Chapo, who
1: did the El Chapo bit, uh, and this they, so they had this sort of unfulfilled rivalry for a long time. He kind of played into that. I like the RDA choice. I think RDA, you know, RDA is Dana White's barometer for greatness. If you can beat that guy, you can do pretty special things. If you can't, then maybe he's not. You know, you got some work to do. And so I think we all know that RDA is a little bit longer in the tooth at this point. But as, listen, he's a pro. He always comes prepared. I'm sure he had a, like literally. I'm sure he had a good camp for this. So as a substitute choice, obviously it would be upsetting if for one reason he had to get plugged in. But if he does, you're going to get a great fight either way. It's
0: funny. Every time I've interviewed RDA since 196, I bring up the Connor fight. He always tells me, it's going to happen one day. So let's, let's just hope it's not this weekend. But as we saw, Luke, not only on the scales, what we saw at Thursday's press conference, you and I put out a separate Morning Combat reaction video, youtube.com slash Morning Combat for that bonus. But Luke, for the final time, can you can you play armchair asshole here and kind of really just break in what we saw from Conor McGregor Thursday afternoon? I have told you I thought it was some second-rate Vegas character. It's crap! Your, your belief on that caricature, caricature. I see. I'm not really so good with words from my my factory town upbringing, mm-hmm. but but Luke, passion wise, there's nobody better. Yeah. Right? Passion,
1: you're great. I I thought it was Connor doing an impression of Connor. Honestly, in the end, I mean. I was sitting next to a bunch of the faithful for Conor McGregor, and they seemed to be having a good time. So I think if you're a Conor McGregor fan, you probably got what you wanted. But then we spoke to a bunch of folks on the street on the way to where we were going to get dinner, and we talked to some Conor McGregor fans, and they were like, yeah, they didn't kind of sort of feel it either. They got a little bit of something there. But I don't know, man. The whole vibe around it is it feels like he's trying to will himself back into some role, back into some kind of promotional territory, back into some kind of iconography. And... It's working to a degree, I guess. Certainly, this is a better approach for competitive reasons than the last fight. But I'm, I'm just feeling like he's, he, he's stuck in third gear and he can't quite get out. Why? Did he have an injury? Is there something wrong with the camp, or is he already, has he already beaten the game, so to speak? and he's still trying to will himself into a place he can't get to anymore. We're going to find out on Saturday. Well, Connor
0: said on Thursday, in fact, he said it to me. He said, you'll pay pay to see what happens. No official prediction outside of that he's going to, you know, kill the guy and knock his head off for whatever that's worth. Poirier during Thursday's press conference said, quote, I saw a guy who was unsure of himself, scared, trying to hype himself up. I do have to say, Luke, although we can only stress her and try to figure this out this much, the interviews I did see with McGregor this week, whether it's Stephen A. Smith, Ariel, on and on, I don't know, man. I just didn't see. What's that word I've been butchering all week? Authenticity. Yeah. Okay? Oh, I didn't see that authentic, like, I'm doing this because I'm trying to get somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Who
1: thought Connor looked good at the at the presser yesterday? Okay, right? Okay, not great, but not great? Yeah, I mean, that's a general tendency around Vegas. It, like, he didn't. It was a lot better than what he had for the rematch. Okay, and again, we've talked about it. Six months since the last fight, seven months or so. So he's going to be in a much more competitive mindset. Okay, doesn't have the family with him. That probably put him on edge as well. But I did not get the feeling that he was in the kind of control as he was when he came into the UFC 205 pre-fight presser doing this bit, talking about his big Irish balls. It was a totally... And it's Totally hard. different McGregor than it, that. It's
0: hard because, you know, you're going to say, well, B.C., you would have you been very upset if he came out and was gentlemanly McGregor again. Oh, well, he was this close Don't to mess sending it. you to hell, too. He, he, well, look, I gave him that. See, here's the thing, Luke. I'll go up to the fire. <laughs> yes. I'll smell it. You know, I'll taste it, okay? All right? I want you to pour some sugar on me in the name of love. Uh, he didn't have what it took in that moment, so score one for B.C. Was that like a Bon but
1: Jovi and YouTube re- or a YouTube Luke, I or will
0: dig deep for the big live shows, all right? All right. All right? Uh, Luke, what I was trying to go there is uh, ultimately – you know, he's, he's gonna say what he says. It's all gonna matter Saturday night in the cage. But if he came out and was gentlemanly and was domesticated McGregor, I would not have been as entertained. So at least he sure. brought some kind of but old magic fair. in that's the fire. Fair. But Poirier won hands down with the quick one-liners. And I don't
1: tend to judge who wins and lost. Uh, Mayweather loses every press conference he's in and then goes in there and wins every fight he's in. Like, to the, people want to assign a winning and losing value to this. All I would have to say is, who looked to be in control? Who looked to be happier? who looked to be, I don't know, it, 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 there was one guy who looked like all the homework had been done the right way, and he wasn't sweating anything. It looked like to me there was another guy who maybe was feeling some kind of pressure that we haven't been able to specifically identify yet. Look, before
0: we get into how Saturday night's fights are going to look and get your rock-hard, lock-hard, lockdown predictions, I did want to give you a soapbox moment because you really like, R. kelly people and soiling on them. Your reaction to the MMA media's questioning and their line of questioning yeah. during Thursday's press conference. How about
1: those MMA media questions yesterday, huh? <laughs> terrible. Wow. Terrible. Folks have asked me, like, why didn't you go ask one? The, ba- the basic answer I would give is this. It's like, obviously you could probably find some examples where this is not true, but why did Rush Limbaugh never lose a debate on his radio show? And there's a lot of answers for it, but the basic one is that he's up there and you're down there. Everything is designed to where you're never gonna be able to get him in the way in which you think you can. He's got technological advantages, he's got rhetorical advantages, and, and whatever else. So, th- those ra- I've done a radio show that's always easy to beat up on your callers if you want to. These things are fan pressers. They're designed for the fans. If you ask me, you're gonna invite the fans to show up. You should allow them to ask questions. It shouldn't be the media because the media is gonna be intimidated by the fans. it's just gonna blow off any serious question anyway. It's not really the time to get any, like, hard hitting i'm going to bang my fist down on the floor micah and ask for the manager type questions it's a time when it's a fucking pep rally. It's wow. a pep rally. Wow. So if it is, no, I'm serious. If it's a pep rally, let the fans ask the questions and just be done with it.
0: I, I think you should harden up and stay, take a step back, okay? Why don't you step up to that, Mike? You know what I've I'm saying? I've done
1: that. Dude, I've been doing that when you were covering boxing press. Yeah, but you were you doing got, that. You got work to do. You were doing do. that
0: up to a point when John Jones sent you to hell just a few years back. Are you back, playing okay? to them? Is that what you're doing? I'm not playing to them. I am them. Okay? Mm. You know what I'm saying? All right, all right? <laughs> Your brain damage. A lot of these people can work at my factory. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Okay.
1: You actually never worked in a factory, but okay. I
0: was the shipping and receiving manager. In the
1: air-conditioned side of the factory.
0: That's not true at all. All right, Luke. uh, Enough. But the guy with the pink jacket, he had some balls for what it's worth.
1: Yeah, the pink jacket guy. Did anyone see him get knifed in the parking lot? (laughs) I was like, dude, you're going to get knifed. He was going to get fucking knifed in the parking lot, but okay.
0: All right. Luke, let's get into it. 264 main event. Puahuiwe, Connor, three. Let's go to our friends over there at William Hill. As I can see, a final line as I speak right now, Luke. Final for the moment. Plus 105, Conor McGregor, your underdog. Minus 125, your betting favorite, Dustin Poirier. Luke, you love coming on here and giving these potential bettors some advice to put some money in their pocket. What is this line telling you about which way you feel like, from a betting side, we should go this Pretty week?
1: amazing that on your main card, the only fight where you don't have plus or minus 100 odds in either direction is the Sean O'Malley fight, which, of course, everyone knows he's taking on an opponent with last-minute notice. So, of course, that when the odds are going to be off. Listen, 125 minus 125 for Poirier, plus 105 from our friends at William Hill for Conor McGregor. I mean, I I actually agree with those odds. It's so close, it's really hard to say. I've been, I, I thought...
0: Is it really that close, I think, though? I think it is, dude. Is I is really McGregor benefiting from so many people are going to want to come out here and bet him, so they'll, 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 they'll change that line a little yeah, bit? Yeah, there's make...
1: probably some of that as well, but I just think it, Connor is mysterious, and he's hard to figure out. It's hard to know what's coming and going with him. And, uh, by, by the way, he had a win over uh, Poirier the first time, and in the second fight, rang his bell a couple of times. So I think you have to take that seriously. As we mentioned, the camp is going to be a lot shorter. I just feel like... There's a, the wind is a little bit more at Poirier's back. He's got more ways to win, I think, overall. And then as the fight goes longer, I absolutely think that's his fight to lose. I
0: think that, look, you know, I keep mentioning armchair, psychologist, quarterback. You can only, again, take so much from these media moments as you wish. If you love McGregor, getting him here at plus odds with the punch advantage for that early finish, it's not impossible. He had big moments in that second fight before completely crumbling Luke but what's interesting is we asked every single fighter at Wednesday's media day which is basically everybody on the pay-per-view main card and preliminary card uh, they were asked the same question what's your pick for Saturday night Luke I'm going to say 90% of them thought two things one Connor's going to come out and finish Poirier in this fight and two that second fight was a uh, aberration because Connor was focusing on Pacquiao and he's coming out and he was doing the boxing stance Luke is I've leaned on McGregor excuses in the past. I've leaned on the potential or lack thereof of this magic and the whole mystique. What are the fighters seeing that, that we're not right now? I
1: think a lot of them believe in the, uh, the absolute upside of his ability. Like when he's on, what does he look at? Like if you think about a fighter, take out their best win, take out their worst loss. They're somewhere in the middle. Okay, well either way you're going to eliminate either the Aldo fight or the Alvarez fight, but you're going to keep one of them. Dude, that's a guy who is still capable of absolutely incredible things. And you have to take that seriously. Again, I'm going to keep going back to it. The shorter time on the turnaround is going to make a difference one way or the other. We'll have to see how it goes. But I understand why they might be believing in that. I've been skeptical about some of the total possibility of what Poirier is actually capable of. And look at him here. So... This, this matchup is intriguing, there was a couple of fighters who called it, and I think this is the right word for it, they called the matchup tricky. I do think it's a tricky matchup because you can get certain trends and you can get some broader developments, but how they play out and which, which real variable is going to be the one that matters, nobody really knows. So I like the odds, I like what they had to say, I appreciate that the fighters had a slightly different perspective. The only thing they got to me was they were like, well, you know, he just wasn't using a full array of MMA skills to, to fight, okay let's say that he does, even that is no guarantee of victory. So I just want to point that out. So
0: here's where I'm sort of sitting here. Do I believe we'll get a better McGregor than we had in the second fight? Absolutely. I think the six-month turnaround gets him way more active than he's been since the Mountaintop 2016 when he walked away from the sport, fought just three times in the next five years. You know what, what uh, you know, we've got things like C-Level Kane. We've got things like a BJ Penn, who's highly motivated, uh, We also have things like Conor McGregor when he's staying active, he's sharper, he's crisper. So Luke, does that mean I believe he's gonna come in here with more than the one note style he played in the second bout against Poirier, yes. Do I believe he will be willing to empty out all that is left in him, yes. But do I believe, Luke, because of how battle-tested Poirier is? And you have to remember, I've always given McGregor the benefit of the doubt. In every big fight that the Magic might still be there, Poirier's just the wrong guy for that. So if we get Conor pouring it out, if we get Conor maybe having some big moments and having Poirier shaky a little bit, if this fight gets to round four, Luke, Conor's gas tank is going to fall apart. And that's where Poirier's going to come in. To drop him, eventually take the back, and I think Connor's going to give us one of those exhausted tapouts and just say, "Look, wow. I poured out what was left, but you're, you're 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 living off the legend, man." And I and I don't think that legend's coming through that door it, on Saturday night. Again, uh,
1: who knows? In the end, we're only just playing armchair psychologist again to borrow from B.C.'s phrase, but it does seem to me like Connor is trying to will himself into a place that I'm not sure he actually is. And if that's true, that's a big if, we don't know. But if that's true, that's a bad place to be. So we're going to end up seeing him on, on Saturday night. All right,
0: you and I are picking Dustin Poirier. I've got him fourth-round submission. Do you believe he stops, Connor? Yeah, I'll
1: say fourth-round TKO.
0: What are we talking about Sunday, though, if Conor McGregor wins? What happens to the sport overnight if, he, if he's doubling down here? Yep. Well, high risk, high reward. What if he gets that reward?
1: I think you're talking about Conor McGregor going to be fighting Charles Oliveira. Obviously, we know. And, frankly, I think Oliveira's... I'm very capable of beating him. I think McGregor, if McGregor can beat Dustin Poirier, you could say he doesn't have enough wins to merit a title shot, but he'll have beaten the guy that a win over would be the most conclusive evidence you would need to, to get a title shot. Plus, I think if you can beat Dustin Poirier, you can beat Charles Oliveira. Obviously, styles make fights, and there can be a lot of variables you have to account for, but i got to tell you, if Conor goes in there and, and makes short work of him or just looks, looks good in the process one way or the other... You have to like his chances against Charles Oliveira. The idea that Connor could be champion again if he beats Dustin is absolutely real. It's, he's a serious threat forward, but, but, you know, Poirier is a tough hill to climb. It's
0: big business if Connor wins. It's funny how many fighters at the media day on Wednesday were honest. They said, I'm picking Connor because it's better for the sport and better for all of us. From a media standpoint, we've actually said that a few times. When Connor's back, it's bits, it, stuff like this happens when Connor's back, right? True. So it doesn't mean I'm necessarily cheering for him, but a lot of people hoping and willing, and if he could do. Olivera versus McGregor in Allegiant Stadium in December like Connor wants and hopes, that, that's, 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 that's big, big business. Money. That Dude, if he big wins, that's great business. for the business, there's no denying. And if Poirier wins, he could get that chance to capstone that great career with the full championship. Luke, co event, a welterweight duel, could not produce the next title challenger but maybe produce the next one after that gilbert burns at the william hill line plus 135 underdog minus 162 is your wonder boy favorite at age 38 you and i have been on opposite sides of the betting tracks We're on not, cbs yeah, on Sports, the betting tracks hq all week right. i'm telling you you're your you're, you're rock hard lock hard lock of the week from your boy bc is in the three-round window where both fighters are gonna have to push a pace to try to get the judge's sway there. We're not going five rounds with two guys with great gas tanks. I like the bigger weapons Gilbert Burns brings to the table. I think this is the first fight we say, hey, maybe it's 38 caught up with Wonder Boy. Give me Gilbert Burns by, by knockout, and you're gonna say, I told you so. Bro. All right, let's do another okay? poll. Who, okay? who
1: here thinks that Gilbert Burns is gonna win tomorrow? Gilbert Burns. Okay, all right, who's Wonder Boy? Who thinks Wonder Boy? Okay, all right.
0: Because he's so likable, he's so nice. I love him too, Luke, okay? But I'm trying to make these people money. Oh uh, Yeah,
1: I'm not saying just because they support it you have to... Just you either
0: it. come to a Morning Combat live show to make friends or make money. I'm hoping for the latter, okay? <laughs> I don't need anyone's sausage out of their backpack, okay? Uh,
1: I will eat his sausage out of his backpack. The point being I'm trying to make here is I think that there's obviously a lot of popularity boosting the case to a degree for Wonderboy, but I actually like the case for him. The big cage, I think, serves his interest. The three rounds, I think, serves his interest. I think he sticks and moves in ways that people are just not as accustomed to. I understand that Gilbert is an A-plus athlete. I understand. He's got the ace up his, ho- his sleeve with the jujitsu. I understand. He's got a phenomenal coach in Henry Hoof. I understand
0: gives, that he's a savage, He's though. a understand savage, understand too. He's got,
1: listen, there's a, there's a very good case to make for Doreenio Burns, but there's also a pretty goddamn good one for Wonderboy, at age 38, I, I, I would just be thinking it's a little bit foolish to look past him just yet.
0: All right, all right, we'll have to we'll have to uh, live on that one, Luke. Heavyweight tilt here. Yeah. Greg Hardy <laughs> called out Tai Tuivasa. He <laughs> said, "Let's bang. We're gonna bang, Luke. Somebody's they're banging. Somebody's gonna eat a crab sandwich out of an empty shoe after this one, Luke. Yeah, your, your odds as we speak right now, um, you know, if I could find them. I got Luke.
1: it. Tai Tuivasa minus 135. Greg Hardy plus 115 from William Hill.
0: Luke, I got to go experience here, man. I mean, you want, you want to challenge Ty Tuivasa to bang? No one loves the deep waters better. No one loves a slug. I like it extra sloppy, right? Nobody likes it more than that gross bastard. I love him. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, who likes Ty Tuivasa over Greg Hardy? Yeah. All right. Who likes Greg Hardy over Tai Tuivasa? Eh, not really. Not really. Yeah, I understand. Here's the thing. Ty Tuivasa is just a better fighter, period. He's a better fighter. The only issue is... He can win this pretty straightforwardly if he just took the fight to the ground, which no. I don't think he'll do. He can win the fight standing, but I gotta say, Greg Hardy has a lot of problems. Stand-up ain't really one of them. So that's a risky way to fight this. That's why the odds are so close. They're I think. They're gonna tai rock Tui- each other. This is gonna be sloppy. Dude, they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna rock that bod. Yeah. But you know what I'm trying to say, like Titu Ivasa, there's an easy path to victory for him, but I don't I think he's gonna take the the harder path, honestly. Now he you took win, umbrage
0: Luke. with Greg Hardy at Wednesday's press conference when he essentially said, "Luke, how could I be? He's a not a villain. He's a great American." He yeah. said, "In fact, I'm a registered Republican." Yes. Uh, I, you know, in certain circles, Luke, that would make you a great American.
1: Yeah, but I don't think political affiliation makes you a hero or a villain.
0: All right, this is a guy who yesterday gave a gave a stri- you gave a long um, COVID rant on CBS 14. I, didn't HQ. Give a COVID I was ready for that Apollo hook to come out I didn't and give just a COVID pull you right off. I did give a COVID rant. Okay. Uh, are you okay with Greg Hardy's assumption of where he sits in the court of public opinion? I just opinion don't think it's moment? accurate. Who
1: here thinks Greg Hardy is like unlikable? Oh, oh shit, you guys love him. <laughs> we fucking love Greg Hardy. The Greg Hardy fan club has showed up. I, yeah, yeah why well, you
0: gotta be a hater, I'm bro? I'm not being a hater.
1: I'm just saying, I think I've read the, the tea leaves a little bit, and I think a lot of people have issues with him. I mean, even if you t- take away the past or whatever, you wanna move on from that, fine. He's just been really inconsistent in the cage. He's had moments where he's looked good, no denying it. He's had moments where, like, shit just collapsed. It's not the kind of thing that, like, engenders a lot of fans. I don't know. All
0: right, it is very capable that Hardy can get a first-round finish, so expect a shootout early. I just think we're going to get into that late second, third round where that's where Tai Tuivasa is going to shine. Luke, Um, interesting women's bantamweight tilt from the standpoint that it probably produces the next title challenger. Is that what that is? Interesting. As Luke pronounces her, I I read today, Idina Day, it's it's good night Irene you, you where can I come play these from. These jokes
1: to these motherfuckers. We've been calling her Irene on the show for 2 years and you know we have. Why do
0: you get so upset,
1: Luke? I'm not upset. Aldana I'm not, you're just not is coming in up.
0: there against Yana The Hammer Kunitskaya and Luke, Irene though she weighed in at 139 and a half for this one. How does that change a fight that's already close in betting odds? Aldana minus 120 is your favorite. Kunitskaya plus 100 and as a And Danny
1: Segura reporting she wasn't even going to attempt to lose any more of the initial weight that she had weighed in at, which is a bad sign, right? Like if someone misses weight by a couple of pounds, something may have gone wrong. I think she did her weight cut through the UFCPI, which has had some issues before. They've had double digit fighters miss weight, so maybe there's something there. But other times it could be like they have a twisted ankle and they can't do the road work to get their weight down to where it needs to be when they miss by three and a half or four pounds. That's usually a lot. So I would say if there's no injury issue and they just mismanage the cut, which happens, but for high level pros at this point, it's usually pretty rare. I would say that it looks to me like I think Aldana's got a great jab. I think she has good lateral movement. I think she has good takedown defense along the fence line. I think she'd be a problem for Kunitskaya. But, BC, if she didn't train properly, if she's got some kind of injury, or now that the cut was bad... I, I think it's anyone's fight. Hey, that's
0: three straight underdog picks for your boy BC here. I like Kunitskaya to ugly up this fight, take it to the ground. Luke, she regularly grapples with a former light heavyweight title contender.
1: She does, yeah. Okay,
0: so that's a strong, uh, pr- you know, pr- preparation right there. Preparation H, bro. H stands for hammer in this case. <laughs> I'm talking about that tattoo on my head, it's chest, brother, all right?
1: Okay, great. Give me
0: Kunitskaya.
1: Yep. Please. Yes, you did that one greatly. Thank you.
0: All right. Luke, uh, sugar Sean to close out the main card against Chris Moutinho, last-minute replacement, making his UFC debut, has the dyed, like, neon green hair. He says, Luke, win or lose, it's going to be the fight of the night. That typically leads you to believe that Sean O'Malley will...
1: Knock him the fuck out? You're damn
0: right. You're damn right. Okay.
1: Uh, This dude Chris Moutinho seems real nice. He seems game for the opportunity, so best of luck to him, Okay, but it's a tough fight. We'll be swe-
0: You're saying best of luck, we'll be sweeping you off the floor. Hey, do you want to just night?
1: go, like we can put the rest of that shit on, like what do you want to do? Are we going to make them stand around for an hour or do you want to do DMs with dogs?
0: Uh, Luke, you're interrupting the flow of our, of our show. I am, our but we, I think we should think about how much,
1: we're yeah. not ready for it yet? Okay, we should uh, get ready quicker then, if you can.
0: If All right, can. look, here we go, Dana White, UFC president, uh, plenty of interviews this week reacting to the hot-button topics in the sport. I'm going to read the reaction, and then I want to get yours. Are you ready? let's hear it. Dana talked to Manuk uh, uh, Akpoyan.
1: I haven't seen this. It's Akapoyan?
0: My guy. He's he's Armenian. We love that guy. From the the LA Times, asking about fighter pay. Here was Dana's response. Quote, if you don't like it, go start your own MMA league and pay them whatever you want to pay them. This is mine, and this is the way we're doing it. You know what I mean. Do you know what Dana means there? Yeah, he's
1: not even trying to defend it anymore.
0: (laughs) Is that a better... Face to put on <laughs> it might, it than, might. than trying to lie to us. Yeah, it
1: honestly. Yeah, yeah. At least it's a somewhat honest position. Like I don't give a fuck wh- how good your argument is or how what the truth says. This is what it's going to be as long as I'm here. Okay, he's oh. he's laying it out for you. And pl- I've said it before. All these fighters and all these managers. You can tweet all the shit you want to say. It does not do anything. You want to change it, you either got to take him to court, you got to have legislation passed, or you got to make a union. That's it. That's All right, somebody
0: thing. spoke up big about Dana White and the fighter pay, and his name is Jake Paul, your favorite guy to talk about on this show. Luke, he said, Dana Jake White, Paul. you may have bullied your way to controlling thousands of fighters' career, but I have never said I want to sign with the UFC, nor will I ever. Maybe I would consider letting you co-promote one of my events against a UFC champion like you did for Conor because you wouldn't let Conor actually do it himself without you taking your cut. You live in lies, and every major fighter on your roster has complained about you. Luke, he would go on and on to bring out examples. He says at the end, pay your fighters more. Mm-hmm. Did he just send Dana to the to the bottom floor?
1: I'll say this, dude. The, the reason why Dana is getting kind of upset about all these questions is because guys like Jake Paul constantly bring it up. And so now everyone else constantly brings it up into the interviews with Dana White. It has this spillover effect, which is exactly what Jake Paul is intending to do with it. No, he's not the only one. There's other ones as well, obviously. He's pretty prominent. That's what's happening here. And it's sort of forcing, not not so much a resolution in the position, because obviously we have ongoing efforts to change some of the things that are happening, but it has forced him into this kind of like, what else do you want me to say? I mean, I'm not going to do anything about your complaints. So you can keep making them, but it's going to stay what it's going to stay. Jake and by the way, when he says, oh, if you, know, if you want to pay more to your promotion, you can do that. Well, you can't because there's some monopolistic tendencies that don't allow anyone else to get the roster, but okay.
0: Or maybe monosopic. What's those words you Monopsony. and John Nash Monopsony. use all the time? Yeah. It's real weird. Those comments go back to Dana the a CNBC interview, and his thoughts said, yeah, that's going on for 20 years, and it's going to be <laughs> going on for the next 20 years. I, mean, I don't think you're ever going to see a scenario where you see a fighter at a certain level feel like they're being paid Dude, enough. the UFC this week had
1: this $175 million deal with Crypto.com, to which, uh, to my knowledge, the fighters don't get hardly anything out of. And if they had a union, they would get a lot more out of it. Again, Dana is he's not mincing words. He's being very clear. If you would like to get more money, you got to change the way I do business. And if it's up to me, I am not changing the way that I do business. Again, all these guys can tweet all they want about all the things, you can say whatever you want in these interviews to be disparaging. It will not do anything unless you actually do the actions that make a difference in the world. Be Dana right.
0: was asked about the controversy about the interim heavyweight title put on the bout between Cyril Gahn and Derrick Lewis, which will be the main event in Houston in August. He talked to UFC, USA Today on Tuesday, and Dana said, if anything, this will make the title fight even bigger when these guys fight. It'll be champion versus champion, and if Derrick Lewis wins, Derrick Lewis is the guy who beat him. Cyril Ghosn has never fought him, and he's undefeated, blah, blah, blah. But he went on to say this. So, why doesn't everybody just shut the F up and <laughs> let me do what I've been doing for the last 20 years? If you want to fight, I got fights every Saturday. If you don't want to fight, no problem. Fly around the world, go on F effing vacation, do whatever the hell you want. And when you're ready to fight, we'll be here. See, I kind of like Spicier Dana being like, no more fake corporate responses to this. Yeah. Yo, yo, fuck y'all. That's what he's saying. I all mean, too,
1: right? how, how else do you defend the interim belt here? Like, what else, what else is the argument? The, it's totally capricious, it's totally random. The truth is the UFC does a really good job of protecting the integrity of their normal weight class titles. But their interim title class, they'll treat those like boxing titles. Hey, we gotta make one so the poster looks better. We gotta make one to put pressure on a champion. We gotta make one so that we can make more money selling a unification. Like, those are, the interim titles are perfect because it gives UFC the latitude to do those kinds of things while keeping some integrity for the normal weight class titles. But it's obvious nonsense.
0: Dana spoke to The Mac Life, was asked about Francis Ngannou being upset about this. He said, I think the ego problem was a whole different situation in the past with Ngannou. It's not even worth getting into. We got past all that. He lost two in a row at one point, and we could have parted ways with him, but we didn't. We stuck with Ngannou, and now he's the world champ. And You know, we'll see how this plays out. Now we're talking about his agent. He said, it's just a guy from CAA, not the guy who was talking tough on Instagram that guy is not even the guy I was talking about. It's his other manager. I don't know what the pecking order is over there. But, yeah, we had a deal, and he came back, and he said we didn't have a deal. A lot of he said he shed crap with that. Luke, yeah, you I talked care to about folks this?
1: in Ngannou's camp, and they don't agree with that assessment at all. Their assessment was that UFC was well, well advised of what his schedule would be, and it was never a problem until the announcement came that there was an interim title. And they were all taken by surprise. So all take that right. for fin- what it's fin- worth.
0: Final two cents from Dana. Talking about what's at stake for Conor McGregor in Saturday night's main event, he said if he beats Dustin to reclaim the belt, quote, Conor McGregor will go down as one of the greatest fighters of all time. Look, he said if he beats Poirier and then takes the belt from Oliveira, that's fair. That's fair, right? I,
1: don't, I, I, would, I would consider that an incredible achievement. I don't know exactly where they would put him among all-time greats. Obviously, he's already in. He obviously plays a role given he was the first to hold two belts simultaneously. Um,
0: but to come back this many yeah, that years that would be that. Would be extre- extre- right. that
1: w- at a bare minimum, BC, I think you would agree, that would be absolutely an extraordinary achievement.
0: Our Showtime colleague, Brendan Schaub, did the King and the Sting podcast with Theo Vaughn. They had John Anik on, and you know what Schaub said? If Connor beats Poirier on Saturday, that's the greatest win in UFC history, considering everything he came back from. Luke, I heard it both ways. What's your response?
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with Brendan. <laughs> I don't think that's the greatest win in UFC history. But I would say it'd be <laughs> Damn impressive and very, very. Important. All right, a
0: couple more topics before we get into live. Oh, wheel Meech, of death. Where, where quickly are we here.
1: with the, uh, the dogs?
0: Yeah, why, why don't you let me host this I'm show? I'm just saying you got a lot of standing right. around. Luke, September. Dana White wants to book this one, a rematch, 17 years in the making. Nate Diaz versus Robbie Lawler, part the. We saw that in 2000, freaking four. Luke, your yeah, thoughts? Yeah,
1: he dropped him with a, with a. I think it was a jab, and he went face first in the end. And they've been trying to book that one. There was a couple times they were in the same organization at the same time and they just never really made it happen. It's an easy call because Robbie Lawler obviously respects Nick Diaz, vice versa. So Nick will get out and this is somebody he could fight for. I think they're both at similar level. Well, Robbie is a little bit more shop-worn, I think. uh, So we'll have to see. But I love it. I mean, who doesn't love Nick Diaz versus Robbie Lawler? It's It's a sloppy Super Bowl.
0: It would be the co-main event of Volkanovski-Ortega for the featherweight title.
1: Okay. Uh, after this topic, we're gonna to start doing DMs from Donk. So if you want to ask a question, talk to one of the producers. They'll line you up.
0: Yeah, great, great instructions there, Chief. All right, uh, Luke. Hi, Oscar De La Hoya was on the Hot Box podcast. What's wrong with you?
1: Luke, you, okay? you think you
0: think I need to be friends with you during this, Luke? Yeah, I all think right. you do actually. All but right. okay, all, all right. right. You want to be weird? All it's right. fine. All right. Uh, what Oscar told Floyd? I'm sorry. What he told Mike Tyson? He talked a lot about drugs and 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 uh, and uh, psychedelics, and he got weird there. But he said, Luke, he needs two more exhibition fights. And then Oscar wants Canelo or Floyd. Uh, Let's not spend a lot of topics on this, because Oscar (laughs) says a lot of bullshit. But is there any chance Canelo would take this sloppy grudge match under any circumstances and send that man to hell?
1: I I mean, you know as well as I do. You you kind of poo-pooed my thought that he would fight Baterbiev, and it looks like that's what's on at least the radar for what he wants to do. I just feel like a guy, BC, and you've been singing his praises, who's on the mission that Canelo's on, does he really fight De La Jolla in some kind of exit? It just doesn't make any. Dude, Jorge Masvidal wanted to fight with him. Why well, give, well, give
0: that guy a payday when he's only shitting on you constantly? Yeah, I mean, Luke, you know. Nevada State Athletic Commission changing the rules finally on marijuana, although it will the not, af- not affect any retroactive cases. Nevada no longer testing yep. for, the, uh, for, the, for the nugs. Luke, for your the thoughts n- on this?
1: I, I distinctly recall when they changed the threshold in, the, in everyone's urine from 50 nanograms per milliliter, and everyone's like, oh, well, if you can't, if you can't clear that, then you're just uh, you're addicted to marijuana. Then they made it to 150, said the exact same thing. I mean, this is such a leeway; anyone should be able to, to get under it. And it just proved that all those measurements they were never correct. This was always a bad idea. There are so many fighters whose careers have been absolutely not ruined, but like badly impacted. Yeah, about damn
0: time we get this right, okay? This was an easy call. I mean, and
1: by the way, this will make it easier for us to talk about the commission because it's one
0: stupid rule you could eliminate. And if we that test- could be on board if with. we blood tested all these donks here for marijuana, oh. I mean, it would, it would. It would. You know.
1: I'm going to get high just off of their breath, and yeah, probably just, some in COVID. fact,
0: I hope we do, Luke. Okay, final bit of news. Look, big news. July 24th here in Las Vegas. It ain't happening. Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury, Part Three, called off. Some competing reporting going on between Mike Coppinger and Dan Rayfield. But in the end, we know this: Fury, COVID-19, up to 10 members of his extended camp and sparring partners also under this COVID. Uh, we're pushing this off, Look, maybe as far out October. as October, given how packed this calendar is. Disappointing, at the very least, here, Luke.
1: Uh, well, I'm actually, well, I'm not happy about it, but it does give us a chance to actually go to this fight later. Because <laughs> they wanted us to go to the fight, but we couldn't make it if it was the scheduling conflicts, because it was going to be in July. So I guess that's good. I mean, I'll just say this, man. Listen, I know everyone's got different views, fine. But if you're a professional athlete and you can say what you want about the COVID rules, but BC knows this as well as I do, some of them in terms of like what commissions are doing, they have been relaxed, but there's a lot of them that you like, even if we, do th- even if we agree they don't make sense, they are still on the books. Fellas, if you test positive for COVID, they're not going to let you fight. You can be as fresh as a daisy, it doesn't matter. And you have this free miracle cure that can at least reduce your chances of transmission. I just don't, he was halfway there, he was halfway
0: there. Vote for Luke Thomas for Sene. Uh, Bob Arum originally said both fighters we're fully vaccinated. Now we're finding out Tyson Fury oh, only BC halfway there. actually
1: do this. He actually is vaccinated, but he'll pretend that it's some kind of controversial opinion to advocate for a safe and miracle-free cure. But okay, I just think, last thing on this, it, it just makes everything go in order if you protect yourself.
0: That's it. That's it. That's it. Do You got a medulla oblongata issues today? You're a little ornery. I'm, I'm not the one uh, To close, conspiracy games. theory alert. Shelly Finkel, the co-manager of Deontay Wilder, said he believes this is actually gamesmanship from Fury's team no. and that they heard things in camp like maybe he wasn't in great shape or looking good in sparring. Some people think Teofimo Lopez pulled a fake yeah. COVID test. Do you think this has anything to do with the idea of pushing out to the fall when the Brits can make the journey?
1: I would say that it's not to me crazy to think that people would use COVID for any kind of box office or you know any kind of cover for what they would need to do it with. But you know me, BC, I'm willing to believe it, but I got to have some evidence. So you're asking me, is it plausible? Highly plausible. I just don't All know right, if it's We happening are
0: minutes game. away from doing a, a historic live DM from Donks. Real quick, Luke, mm-hmm. you and I, Not only celebrating our two-year anniversary of Morning Combat right now. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, all right. Give it up for this guy right here. This guy, the whole team. You and I are finalists, Luke, in the sports category of the People's Choice Podcast Awards. Are we? I had no idea. And Luke, my team is telling us that we appreciate what everybody does for us here. We hope you enjoy the show, but they want us to get nominated to advance to the final round. So, Luke, they say to nominate Morning Combat... Go to podcastawards.com app slash sign up, toggle down to the sports category, hit up Morning Combat. We've included that link in the YouTube uh, thing. So, uh, look, Luke doesn't care about awards. You know, I, I know that we're the critics' choice,
1: I don't, not I don't choice, not I don't so that's not all care. that matters. Okay? I just don't trust anyone to evaluate us fairly.
0: All right, well, if you care, spread that along. Yes. Now it's time, historic, Luke. We're going to give the Donks some, some face time right here ahead of UFC 264. Let's do that. Live DM from Donks, our trusty producer. Hee-haw, hee-haw. Mikey, more miles on the scene. Less than Jake is going to hold this mic. Let's bring in the first Donk. I want to hear their name, where they're from, and their question. All right,
1: so let's let's talk into the microphone. My name is Malik, I'm from Los (laughs) Angeles. See yourself right there? There you go, that's what you want to do. All right, my All right. Name is Malik. I'm speak from up, pick up. What's your name? My name is Malik. I'm from Las Vegas. All right, Malik is Malik from, is in the house, right? Malik from Las Vegas. Yes, All right, sir, Malik, yes, what's sir? your question? Uh,
2: my question is what do you think are some new tools Connor could be adding to his arsenal to aid him in defeating uh, Dustin? For example, when Connor fought uh, Cerrone, he used his shoulder strikes, and then when he fought Poirier the second time, he tried to change to a boxing stance. What do you think something he could be using to show the depth in his fight game this
1: time? All right, so he wants to know like what new tricks and and yes. and uh, tactics or strategies. Thank you Malik. We will answer your question. Uh, BC, what do you got?
0: I mean, look, I, I look a lot at that 2016 rematch against Nate Diaz when we saw Conor McGregor mix things up by trying to be more of a boxer against the larger opponent than he was a seek-and-destroy puncher. Yes, he still knocked Nate Diaz down early, but I saw calf kicks. I saw uh, uh, lead left hands to the body with a jab to try to go downstairs. I saw constant movement, Luke, rather than just stalk, 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 boxing stance looking to do combinations. We need, at the very basic the threat of the kick, Luke, that we used to see from the old Connor.
1: I'm going to actually say uh, front kicks, teeps to the gut. I actually feel like he's got really good teeps to the gut. They're good at backing people up. They, they drain. They're good at uh, range finding. He's also really good at pushing guys back. And when they come back, he cracks them with good timing. So I actually think that more linear attacks up the middle, but at a safe distance uh, to the body, actually those will they'll be quite valuable. Jay, if, can if, we get if, the microphone up? That way. We're
0: going to need Malik's prediction here. All right, Malik, who wins? I got Dustin in the third by knockout. Dustin, okay. third round knockout. Play thank you, bets. Malik. Yes, I appreciate sir. it. Thank, thank you, buddy. Here we go. Thank you very no, much. Give Shout me out oh, there. Okay. COVID. COVID. So Malik he, giving he, us the COVID <laughs> bump. Appreciate all of our donks and what we do here. Let's bring up the next on contestant on next, in live DMs from donks.
1: All right. What's your name? Oh, no, I'm
3: DJ from Colorado. DJ from yes. Colorado. That, this I, guy gets real that high. That means he's high in, as fuck. For oh, sure. And I just wanted to ask, if you guys are uh, Dana White and uh, throughout the year, who do you think is deserving of that locker room bonus just for this year?
1: All right, so if you're Dana White, who's, we're talking about, like, the calendar year? Yeah, to this point? This year. Now, all DJ, right.
0: are you talking about the off-the-books bonus? off the book that we all
1: know Right, right, no, there's no trace of it. No,
0: you know, at all. So for, for the whole year?
1: Yeah, so far. If you could give out one locker room bonus.
0: Brandon Moreno? I mean, is that that uh, hard? That's
1: not a bad one. That's not a bad one. Um, Brandon Moreno is a good one. I would go... It's not her fault because of COVID. But, um, Rose Nama
0: Yunus, you're going to put that on her? I was going to say
1: Angela Hill, but she's had a couple of her fights scrapped. Okay. That's not her fault. Um, I don't know. Who would you go with? I was going to say, I think Cater. I think Cater was in this Calvin year. Cater had a rough run of it. I was going to say,
3: he just the, the heart he showed in that, the, you got to pay the man money. All right. Because he stayed in it, and he, you know, he's just deserving of it. I think
1: that's a fair call. Yeah, yeah, yeah All right, sure. buddy. DJ, you what's your question. prediction for Saturday yeah,
3: prediction, night? Prediction, prediction. Oh, I hope – Dustin puts him against the cage for the first two three rounds and then just wears him out. Yeah.
0: Wow. All right. Wow, he looks like a young Dustin. This guy. He free does. Tats, a, free, little little know, a, little, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Little Cagey influence there. Thank you, sir. There. Appreciate yeah, you,
1: appreciate it, man. All right. No one. asked me a question about BC's underwear or. Uh, nothing
0: gross <laughs> so nothing far, gross, Mikey. Yeah. Do we have another contestant to bring on? Break. Come, Come on, on right everybody. up, sir.
1: How you guys doing? All right. What's your name? Wow. This uh, is a
0: provocative T-shirt we got going Let on. Let me Thank see, you man. Sir.
2: You know who that is?
1: From the Scoreface movie. Yes. Okay. Gina. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's your yeah. name? You're uh, damn Carlos? Carlos. Carlos, Carlos, where are you from?
2: Uh, Yuma, Arizona.
1: Yuma, Arizona. Yes, sir. Whether the military does testing. OK. Uh, YPG. Uh, what's, what you got for us? Uh,
2: two questions. Uh, one for you.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you um,
2: have a boxing fight you see, prime, before or after, what's your,
0: what fight would you want to see? That I could be in attendance for? Mm, yeah. When uh, it happened? Present, before. T- what's your two guys that you want to see go up? Oh, that haven't fought? No, regardless. From separate eras? Yeah, I don't understand your other? question. OK, let's just say I would be. I would see Mayweather yes. and Chavez in their prime. Oh, that is a great oh, question. I All I right, so yeah. from that regard, it has always been for me, boxing, so the I'm one matchup I would see. want to see, prime, welterweight, pay-per-view King Floyd Mayweather, against prime welterweight sugar Ray Leonard. And I think that's a tough night at the office for Floyd. All right. Okay, because, because you need rocked. to have the speed, which Ray had. You need to have the power, of course, but you need to have the dog. Ray had the dog. You know what I'm saying, Luke? He did. You don't know about that in old Marietta. I don't. You, MMA, what would you want to see? Uh, prime? prime. Doesn't they, matter what weight class. We
1: got really close around 2009 to seeing Brock versus Fedor. I, 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 people are like, oh, Bellator should make that fight now. No, the fuck they shouldn't. That fight would suck now. I don't want to see it. Fuck. But uh, in 2009, back when Fedor, he, even then he was a little bit like on the edge of decline. Yeah. Uh, but Brock was still, you know, uh, the man. I would say that one. That would be the one I would really want to see. Sorry. Yo, Carlos. Yeah. Uh, prediction, prediction for, for tomorrow.
0: Uh, Connor third TKO. Connor, oh, wow. third he's round. TKO. Connor you think this guy cleans up in local Yuma circles on Friday nights? Yeah, or what? he's doing all right for himself. Okay, Look at okay. This guy. he looks good in that schmiedia. Okay, right, keep in yeah. the they gym. It's a, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Any others or no? That's it. Mikey's got more people. He's screening them. This is like American Idol style. All right. Hey, Mikey, the show's live. Here we go. Hey. Oh,
1: hey. Oh, hey is Whoa. That, Whoa. I've, seen, I've seen this. Is That Strikeforce legend, Julie closer, Kedzie, or okay. what? Hey, Okay, there's
3: there's oh, me. Hello. Hey, hey,
1: Julie Kedzie, everybody. I know, and he might know.
3: Um, Might know. What am I too young? Actually, and this is for your numerous, extensive, large fan base. Yes. How much do you bench? How much oh, do I bench? Oh wow, bro! How it's much? It's a good do you question.
1: Bench? You mean my lifetime PR? Yes. Lifetime PR is 395.
3: 395. Yeah. And yourself?
0: You know, we don't really we don't really chart those numbers. Where I'm
1: from. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, mean, I couldn't do that now, but that's uh, my lifetime okay. PR. Okay. Yes. Yeah,
3: that was really all I had. Yes. I was what about you? What's your it?
1: lifetime bench PR?
3: 495. Yeah,
1: 495. That yeah. sounds about Always. right. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Julie, if you were hoping that the great fans here could dip back into the archives and see one of your classic fights yes. and just get the full yeah, Kenji experience,
3: Well, what
0: a can great they question. go to? It's a great
3: okay, well, if you want one where I win <laughs> and we don't have smell vision, then I would definitely watch the uh, Bodog against Yulia Berzakova. Oh, okay. wow. Oh, wow. All right. a if you dog, want one where you stop before the end of the third round, the strike force fight against Misha Tate. Yeah, that
0: Misha yeah, Tate that classic. A heck of a fight. <laughs> classic. Hey, speaking of Misha Tate, big comeback in July I here. Uh, Can you, could you believe be, she's still
1: fighting? It's uh, crazy, I, Could I, be headlining this
0: card against Marion Renault and her comeback, she's been retired, what, five years, it seems like. Do you give her a good chance to do what she wants to do, which is get back in there against Amanda?
3: I don't want to look past Renault, who's very tough, but yeah, I think she's I mean, look at the politics, look at what's going on in the cage, I think she's got a great chance of getting back there and getting a title shot. Wow. You know, contenders for Amanda are not numerous. I'm sure there's a lot of people who want that. Misha's got the reputation. If she has a really strong comeback, I would give her maybe one more fight after Renault, but that's me being the conservative old matchmaker. 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 <laughs> not anymore, but yeah, Julie, it was the experience. fight to make the
0: really the fight to make is Holly, Misha, too. That's I would the, love to That's see the that damn fight, fight to make right to there, okay? Fight, yeah. Winner gets Kedzie. Uh, prediction okay. for... St- predi- Both
3: of them have knocked me out. Well, yeah. <laughs> Misha tapped me. Holly knocked me out in the gym.
0: Well, uh, prediction for Saturday,
1: <sighs> main event.
3: <sighs> Poirier.
1: What, what round by what method?
3: Second round TKO.
1: Wow, wow, just like last time, wow. And your source of confidence is? Me. Oh, okay, right, okay, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> she just feels I, it, I, Luke, um, right?
3: I think, I think McGregor is a brilliant marketer. He's done wonderful things with fighting.
1: He's a little past it.
3: No, I, don't, I wouldn't say pass it. I'd say the the, the desperation's coming out yeah. in Yes, his yes. Yeah,
0: Some would say I had the same desperation Monday when I dyed the hair a hair. little bit too aggressively. Yeah. All right
1: right All here. Right.
3: This is not usually blonde okay. like this.
1: Yeah, but yours looks good. He looks like he got hit by a bus. I
3: thought <laughs> I
0: looked like Elvis 68 comeback special, but a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> were comparing me to uh, Yanni's, the Greek's teeth, which are very alarming. They're very, very yeah. white. Yeah. Very,
1: very white. Okay, well, Julie, thank, thank you very much. much. Thank you very much. There she is. Julie Kent. Yes, everybody. Yes, yes. All right,
0: what you want to do? like one or two more? Oh, yeah. Br- bring the pe- Luke, I'm a man of the people. All yeah, do right? you got any more?
1: Four more. All right, let's fire through.
0: Hey, Luke, we have a we have a, a, a right. gentleman here.
1: I am not the oldest person on set anymore. Yeah. Great. What's your name, sir? Hey, Luke, I'm Dave. Hi. Big COVID. There yeah, we yeah, go. Big, big, big COVID. fan of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of what's the your show. name, Dave? Dave. Dave okay, where are you, where are you from, Dave? Uh, Bay Area. San Francisco Bay Area. All right, what's oh, on nice. your mind? So uh, I'm not saying that the McGregor era is
3: over, but do you ever think there'll be a star... With the reach and popularity that McGregor has in the UFC again, why or why, or why not? All right. So
1: can a fighter, rep- basically replicate or even exceed the heights in terms of popularity that Conor McGregor has achieved? What do you think, BC?
0: Obviously yes, the answer is yes. And it's going to be someone like Conor we didn't expect that kind of came out of nowhere. Will it come out of the UFC's increased, uh, you know, intentions in China to build up on that base or to go into Africa now that we've got, you know, three African champions there? Uh, I wonder, it's hard to put a thing on it because we can't underrate what made Conor so special. I mean, we had Ali comparisons and the way he handled himself for a reason. My question and answer, though, is more about he said he doesn't believe the McGregor era is over. I believe McGregor loses on Saturday, and it does give a dent to to what he's got. But I do think McGregor is too good overall not to have one more big win left in him that 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 we're like, oh, crap, he's back. He gets another title shot. If he wants it. I think he will fight for the title again even after losing on Saturday.
1: Interesting. I would say that – I would say yes. There's definitely going to be someone as popular or even more popular. But I would say, though, that like – you look at how popular McGregor is, and like in my lifetime, who's been the most popular at their yeah. peak? You know, Mike Tyson was. That's, a, but that's a different era. But like, let's say, let's say in the last 15 years. You know, Mayweather was pretty much as popular as it got. Connor's not far from that. Right. You know, like, you might get somebody more popular than him, but he, prize fighters don't come much more popular than this, in my experience. So, never lose sight of the fact that I'd never expected Ronda Rousey to do what she did, and look at what she did. Yeah. Same thing with Connor. Somebody will come along, but to Connor's credit. You know, I'm not saying he's maxed out popularity, but they don't come much more popular yeah. than that. Yeah, a lot of things had to fall into place, right? Totally. In this, so
0: I bet you, Dave, would would shop at the same edible store as you. We could listen to some dad yeah, rock but together. Yeah, do we shop you know? at the
1: same edible store? Uh, reef, um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. Uh, pr- prediction for Saturday. Uh, Poye round three submission. Wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. I, like this, I like this guy. All right, Dave. Dave All thank right. you for your question. Great, Great to see it. All right, let's get the next Luke, one. In we there. have
0: more and more females lining up. We do attract a very attractive fan base, Luke. Okay. Uh,
1: I guess so. Yeah. All right. Uh, what is your name? Hi, I'm Christina. Step on in. Step on in. There you go. What's your name?
2: Christina from Phoenix. Christina.
1: All right. What's okay. on your mind, okay. Christina?
2: This is directed to Luke. Okay. Oh, wow. Here oh. we go. Would you rather take a shoeie out of Thai shoe <laughs> with the spit? <laughs> or take a full clip leg kick from him?
1: Oh, good question. Shoey really? in a heartbeat. Okay. I, am, I am old and frail. I want no part of his punching or kicking power. I want nothing to do with his germs and saliva, but at least the beer has alcohol in it and would kind of kill some of the stuff in the shoe. I would be OK. I've actually done shoeys before. Uh, That's not filthy. like him. Not That's like him. filthy, Luke. It is. Oh, it's absolutely disgusting. I yes. hope we get one during Wheel of Death today. That's Have what I Have you done hope. a shoey? No. No?
2: I don't drink anymore. You don't drink anymore? So those days Oh, you had it. some
1: nights that we got.
0: Oh. <laughs> you woke up in a couple of gutters, huh? I went to
2: college out here, so yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, do you have a prediction for Saturday I night? I
2: do. I think Poirier makes it look easy. I think he does wow. it quicker than wow. last
0: fight. Very Whoa. similar to Luke and BC making it look, look that's easy. Right. <laughs> right,
1: thank, you thank you so you much. Do. I appreciate
0: you. You've got to love All the right. people here, Luke. Fire through. Let's it. get going.
1: Biggie Smalls. Wow, wow. Life Look at of Styles. Can we one.
0: pause and just talk about his beard? That's legit yeah, right there. Yeah, it's full. He's a big help, he's a big help with his, uh,
1: Yours is fuller. A lot a of better. beard
0: recommendations on the show, so he's a big That's help. Right. But this guy's a ginger, though. Are you I'm a not a full ginger. Okay. I'm not a full ginger. Mind your business. Oh, wow. You're borderline.
1: You're borderline. Luke, wondering
0: if the drapes match the curtain? I'm not wondering at all, actually. That's just you.
1: All right, what's your name? My name's Andrew. Talk to the microphone. Where are you from, Andrew?
2: I'm from Peoria, Illinois.
1: Oh wow! All right, he got that a little like? southern
0: twang though. It's not great.
1: That's why I'm here. Yeah, good call, bro. Okay. He's
0: he's got a southern twang.
1: Oh, not quite southern. No,
0: it depends on where you're at. Yeah, they'll, all right. they'll all
1: judge right. that. yeah. not like Mason Dixon's southern twang. Sometimes
0: right. Luke'll pull a y'all out of out of nowhere. Get, get a couple why? yalls we we on all occasion. All, all right, do. what's we. in your mind?
1: Uh, my question is, if you had to take a date or your wives to a one sporting event, what are you gonna choose?
0: Oh, take uh, the wives to a sporting event, not one, a fight. One sporting event.
1: One sporting event. Could be anything. Easy. World Cup. World Cup. If Colombia or any big team was playing. She would have the time of her life, no doubt about it.
0: My wife hates fights but does love live hockey. So I'd go to NHL playoffs oh, with her we and I think we'd have a great time. You know? Does she have a team? No, she used to, she used to frequent the uh, Hartford Whalers as a kid and then the minor league team that's there now. But uh, no, it does not It does not have an active team but loves the live experience.
1: Why did you ask that question? That's an interesting question to ask. Because I recently moved here for my girlfriend. And I'm just uh. curious where we should go. I, Baseball games are always here, but I hear hockey is probably the Dude, best for uh, Live hockey, you will pay a little bit extra to sit. You don't have to yeah. be right on the glass, but, no object, but, yeah. but well, but yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like the closer you get to the glass, and you feel them hitting each other as they drive into it. Yeah. It's Bro, a you should totally just skip this sporting event.
0: Get the get the couples massage. Just I mean, just just go right for it, right? I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying? BC. <laughs> what do I got to do? Barry throw BC. a cheeseburger down your throat? Come on, you know what I mean? You know? uh,
1: all right, prediction <laughs> for prediction for Saturday. Uh,
0: I got Connor first
1: round early. Wow, Ooh, early. wow, uh, that's the first one I've heard of that. Are you a big time Connor fan? Uh, I'm, I'm more of a John Jones fan. That's only one fight that I'm to say a fan of, yeah. not, as much as you hate to hear
3: it. No, uh, I don't, that's fine.
1: But, uh, People think I hate the fucking guy. You, know, don't, hate the, the guy. you, you don't hate him yeah. at all. But uh, Conor would be a, a rooting interest. He's good for the sport in general, so yeah, I would yeah. really root for Connor for the sport in general. Okay, there you have it. All right, okay. well, good luck. I eh? you, Thank no, you, buddy. I appreciate you. Yep. you.
0: I think we got one more, right? Is that it? Last one. Last, Last one. one. Here one. we go.
1: All right, he's – what's your name? Damien. Oh, right. this yeah. guy day drinking right here. got some decent tats there I see as well. Oh wow! Oh, show that one to BC. Show that to be Is that Joe Pesci? It's the Pope. It's the Pope who looks a little bit fucked up, giving a baby a kiss, but the baby's a demon.
0: Wow, this is yeah. Uh, this is. uh, I mean, no. Are you a Cannibal Corpse fan by any chance? No, not that
2: hardcore. Get the it's, fuck th- out. There's one Dying Fetus song I like though, because of you. Okay, I love okay all right. Up. But all right. Uh, ABC, if uh, if someone comes at you when I'm up here, yeah. I got your back, brother. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. I got your back. <laughs> the, the, guy with the, the guy
0: with the evil papal tattoo has got my back. I, I like it. All right. How's it?
1: You're Damien from uh,
2: Stockton, S-
1: Stockton, oh, oh, that's California. Where I live, yeah. Oh
0: shit! Wow. Yo, yo, this guy would slap a beat. Yeah, right he probably would. He probably
2: would. All right. What's on your mind, Damien? BC, uh, huge fan of the show. Um, what's up with the art? Where's the That's art? That's what I'm at? talking
0: about. I mean, I, I am the living, breathing embodiment of art, but I do like the fact that you got a quasi-BC look going on right now. You know, hey. Right? Did a- you dye your hair
2: as well? Blind
1: and in uh, the shower? <laughs> nope,
2: nope, okay. nope. Uh, not quite washed yet. Yeah, uh, no, no,
1: you're not. washed. <laughs> how old are you?
0: Uh, 29.
1: Oh, you're getting, yes, you're close yes. to wash though. It's not far. Yeah, I
2: know, I, I feel
0: it. I
1: the feel inevitability already. is, yeah. coming. It Yo, is how coming. how are the
0: ladies in Stockton vibing with your ink?
1: Yes.
2: Uh, it, it depends. Uh, I was actually Shit, wow. Look, did you get a little? You got a dude, little look nip at that. shot? I got a. I got a you want to see my chest?
1: Beat? Yeah, let's see it. Let's see it. Holy oh, wow. fuck! And she's hanging from a tree, bro. Oh my god! This guy. Gettle, come here. No, this guy's hardcore,
0: that. bro. This guy fucks. He yeah. fucks. Yo, I think he got. Luke, I think he kills too. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I have to be honest with you. He wow. fucks, then he kills.
2: Wow. Let's
1: see. Let's I
0: see,
2: see it. the back. I gotta,
1: here, come here, come here. Don't walk away. Walk towards me. Walk towards me. There we go. Now, turn. Yeah. Look at that. Luke, Holy oh fuck. Oh, my
0: God. How long did this take? Look long if it, time. If he's long got time. an Epstein tattoo on his dong, I'm out of here. Luke. Yeah. Okay. I'm just out of yeah. here. I, okay. You can
1: inspect it. I'll get
2: an MK10. This
1: chest.
0: Yeah, I'll wow. get an MK10. I don't really? care about
2: the subject. I'll, I'll get, I'll get uh, the sun in the fist somewhere, you know?
1: Dude. Wow. Look at wow. that. Wow. How about a for Let's Damien? Damien. Wow. Shout out to BC. Yeah, I would get one too I would get one. That's what I'm talking about. But BC is not. Yeah, uh, he's scared
0: of the
2: He's scared of the, needles, the you know.
1: three needles, bro. Yeah. You know how it goes. All right, You, yeah. you know, I have three needles to,
0: in a place where people don't um, normally go, but, all right?
2: Well, I'm going to go with Poirier round three, the guy who chose to come on MK. Obviously, yes. I'm one with that Poirier. Is, that yes, that is fair. He that did you choose
0: fair. to come. Fair Thank enough. I appreciate that. Yo, right. Luke, you know Thank who you was, was supposed to be here today? Who? Great, great seeing the Ducks. Aljo, made Sterling. He
1: was, and then had to cancel last minute. So what are you going to
0: do? That, that was a Canadian-like exit, right? No comment. All right. Hey, we, we know why you're really here. It's for this right here, all right? <laughs> Woohoo! Live Wheel of Death is upon us. You know the uh, segment here. These are Fuck questions me. Luke does not want to answer, so he will give good faith responses to medium faith questions. May, uh, may I questions. read the questions? Your categories this week, Luke. Let me see. Let me see
1: first. Let me okay. see first.
0: Luke, why don't you read all the categories out loud, okay?
1: All right. Uh, here we go. I'm just going to go in order that I see them. No Belts Needed, Action Jackson, Read Pennington James's Lyrics, We're Not Worthy, 10, DeLorean Delight, uh, one of them says, Shot with a Donk? Shoey. Shoey with a Donk, Pick Your Poison, Female Bangers, Jack of All Nations, Master of None, Pay Me Like Your French Girls, Please Pass the Pilsner. Shoey with a donk again. Oh, fuck you, BC. Yo,
0: they want, that's what the people want, yo, all right? Really
1: gross. One of the categories is really gross shit. (laughs) Okay? And then Luke's choice.
0: Five spins you get, what you get, Luke. Don't be an old bitch, all right? Here we go. All right. <clears throat> this could be spectacular. We'll see what happens. I you spun know? it a little too hard. Yeah. Uh, That's what she said, Luke. We're not worthy. What number is that, Luke? Number nine. The? Number okay. nine, I think. Number nine? Yes, number, number nine. nine. We're not worthy. All right. I'm loading it up, Luke. Okay. this is This is a live show. Here we go. All right, Luke. Separate from our times covering and enjoying the fight game as journalists, both of us were previously hardcore sports fans, all right? Not just of our favorite teams, but just about every sport at some point. For me and my fan history, Luke, it was watching the end of Larry Bird's Celtics run. It was the global expansion of the NBA in the 90s. It was Big East College basketball when that conference used to meet something, Luke. But other times, I'll never forget riding the wave of Michael Phelps at the 08 games, the 2000 Subway Series, or when Bo Jackson was God, Luke, okay? But I want to talk about you right now. We've heard the old-timers talk about they were thankful to grow up in the eras of Manel and Jim Brown and Joe Namath. Looking back at your fandom of all non-combat sports, Mm -hmm. and I'm not talking about your favorite teams, just sports at large. Which five athletes have you followed from start to finish in their career that you're most thankful to have been alive during that era? Five of these motherfuckers I got to name?
1: I don't know, man. I've been cheering for the Redskins a long time. I can't name five of those fuckers I like. Um...
0: You're probably going to have at least three soccer guys on this right. shitty list, Luke, right?
1: Which five non-combat athletes were you most thankful to have watched? I'll say Michael Phelps, that I was here to watch his career. I'll, I'll give him that one. I'll say, um, can, I, can I say Ronaldo and Messi as one? The Ronaldo-Messi era. Okay, okay. Um, you know, they were part of that. I'll say Bo Jackson, easy. I mean, watching Bo Jackson do Bo Jackson shit was incredible. Uh, You're, you were
0: a big war machine guy too, right?
1: I don't think so. Um, I'll say, I'll say, um, Deion Sanders.
0: Okay, okay, this is these are good picks for a little picks,
1: bit because he. Dude, when he, when, I lived in Georgia when he played for the Falcons and the Braves, and those were incredible times. And then I'll say, um, like, okay, he should start to finish, so the career is over,
0: or close to close to, you to know? close to close.
1: I'll say, um, man, I'll say. Uh, this is a recent one, but Lasha Talakhadze, he's the Georgian super heavyweight lifter. He's the strongest uh, weightlifter in human history. And uh, why
0: did why did you just put Joey Chestnut on there, Luke? Okay, he's, right. he's not eating hot dogs, motherfucker. All he's right. putting six hundred pounds right. over his head. Thank you for the good faith. And he's answer, the best Luke. at it. Spin number two coming at you. Fuck off. Come on, give us that chewy. Give us that chewy. I'll do your fucking chewy. Looks like you? I won't arm wrestle any of these donks. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll drink your I'll saliva. I'll drink out of a shoe if you if you pee it at first. He's like, no problem.
1: Yeah, urinate and then spit in it, and you might have won it too. Fuck. Oh, Shoey, Shoe-y with a with donk, a donk.
0: yeah. <laughs> 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 Which skunk is willing to put the shoe on the line? That's what we're saying. Oh, Not some fucking random. Take oh, your shoe off. Oh, Yeah, take bros. your shoe nope. off. Shoey with a donk. We need one volunteer. We need one volunteer. Who is it? Can I do my own shoe? No, no, a shoey with a dog Oh ho, 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 yeah! I mean, oh god! Oh, <laughs> god. <laughs> Dude, uh, down the hatch, brother. All I, right.
1: I don't think that the uh, the COVID shit's gonna matter after this.
0: Luke, Fuck you! This is just like this is like Greek life all over again, oh, Luke. Okay. God. Only no one's penetrating you.
1: I really hope my wife's not watching this shit.
0: Here we go. Shoo-wee, 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 wee right. right. Hold on, shoo-wee. I'm going to take this off. All
1: right. here we go. Here's to swimming with bow-legged women.
0: <laughs> Congratulations, sir. You've just received COVID. Thank you very much, yes. All right! Wow! Uh, There's nothing like a can of napalm in the morning, uh, Luke. Can
1: we get someone to help me with my mic?
0: Uh, Let's get our security guard slash producer trustee Dane on it. If it
1: lands on that again, hold on. If it lands on that again,
0: should BC do a shoey?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Now, listen, if it doesn't land on that, you're fine. If it lands on that again, you got
0: to do it. All right, it. only women can spit in the shoe then, okay? All right, fine. fine. All right. Because at least I can say I made out with your wife. You know what I mean? Mm, okay, be careful. No, uh, mean,
1: I'll no. I'll leave it here, yeah, yes. No, no, no. Jesus.
0: All right, wow. Look at that tall boy on the set here. Spin number three coming at you.
1: I think I spun it the opposite way, but whatever.
0: <coughs> oh, oh, wow, man. tensions are high. That was, that was really terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Tensions are high, Luke. Okay, where are we? We are Action Jackson. All right, Luke. Number eight.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Luke. I need to give this to you.
0: You and I grew up in an era where we idolized the action heroes, the Stallones, the Schwarzeneggers, the Seagals, the Van Dammes, brother, right? Yes. Okay. Which three UFC fighters, based on their look and personality alone, would you feel could make a legitimate move into the action hero vein in, in, in movies today. Which three UFC fighters could actually be legitimate action stars? George, you count George St. Pierre? You think he can handle it on the mic? Would I be impressed with his performance? Yeah, I think he'd be OK. OK. All
1: right, okay. so I'll say St. Pierre. All right, three fighters. Who, who would be a good action hero who's a UFC fighter? Francis. 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 Was he in Fast 9 or whatever? Yeah. So, let's say Francis. I'll go Francis. Give me another Chandler. one. Chandler. Chandler? Oh, fuck you guys. Adesanya. <laughs>
0: Adesanya.
1: Adesanya. Adesanya. Oh, so, Adesanya, Francis, and uh, St. Pierre.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, thank you. You're just thank saying you. names now. Yes, yes. Steve! I think, I think you know, BC would be pretty good. Maybe if I get Joanna as a sidekick. Yeah. <laughs> All
1: right Luke. like why is our hero just oh, I can't say it. Yeah, it's so. just spin
3: number 4 coming I can't your way, say
1: Luke. it. I can't say it. All right. We would get fired.
0: Look, there are some 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 bombs on this on this wheel right now. Yeah, They've I just done. swallowed one. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a lot like college. I got it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, what's this one? Female bangers. Oh,
0: pick your poison would have been spectacular. All right. Female okay. bangers. Female bangers. Female bangers. bangers. Here we go. Luke, it was recently announced that the UFC is targeting a featherweight main event on August 28th pairing Edson Barboza and Giga Chikadze. Giga? It depends on where you're from. Luke, that would be an absolute war, and we're all, we're all feeling it deep down in the loins, Luke. And the UFC does a great job consistently matching, whether it's at the top of the divisions or with wash guys, fights on the men's side that would be all-out wars. But Luke, even though we love women's MMA and we get jazzed up for style contrast matchups like Rose versus Wei Lee, I don't think we walk around giving any women fighters like the Arturo Gatti treatment mm. as potential action heroes. So Luke, Which three female fighters in all of MMA today best deserve the asterisk next to them that whenever they're on a card against no matter whom, you know you're getting an all-out action fight blood and guts?
1: Well, if you don't count the Shevchenko fights, Amanda Nunes would be an easy call. Uh, So I'll go Amanda. I'll give credit where credit is due. I actually tend to think Joanna's all action. I'll give her credit. I'll I'll say her.
0: Inside the... Uh, on IG, too, or just inside the cage? I don't
1: pay attention to the IG shit. Okay. Um, and a third all-action women's fighter. <laughs> can I say? Bet go, hey, even though she loses? You can. Uh,
0: How about Andrade, Luke? Okay.
1: Oh, yeah, that's it. That's a great call. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a f- come-forward fucking monster. Yeah, I'll g- uh, yes, okay. that's a good okay, call. Okay, thank all right, you very, very much. All right. all right, last one, Luke, right? you
0: got one more. Come on, pick right, your poison. here we go, here we go. <laughs> come on, come on. I already drank out of a fucking stranger's shoe. What else do you want me to do? We got some ideas here, Luke, okay? Come on, brother. Come on. One more time around to the yellow. We're not worthy. All right, Luke. It's unfortunate. You want to just jump to pick your poison, Luke? No, I don't. All right, here we go. You have to
1: earn that one like you earn every other one of these.
0: Final question, Luke. All right. If I can find it, hang with me. Good thing you're on top of this, BC. I am, I am, I am on top of it, Luke, okay? All right, here we go. We're close, we're close. Dude, dead air is
1: the best it's kind great, of air. It's great,
0: it's great. Do I not have this in my list here? I already lasted, just, I already asked. BC,
1: me. just do a fucking shoe you, bitch. Right, so one, more time, one, more time, <laughs> one more time, one more time, one more
3: time, one more yeah, time. You, you,
0: know, you notice he got real
3: quiet. <laughs>
0: Let's let the wheel decide, Luke, okay? <laughs> Chewy, let's let the, let's let the wheel decide, brother. Oh, yellow. Bring me that poison. Uh,
1: DeLorean Delight. DeLorean Delight.
0: All right, Luke. <sighs> Boo is indeed, all right? Luke, this isn't so much a back to the future question per se as it is you Starting your life over again from birth, any year in recorded human history, Luke, given what you know about life expectancy, wars, calamities, not to mention the advancements in technology and medicine, which year would you choose to be reborn at and why, Luke? Reborn at? Yes.
1: Fuck. Uh, I, don't, I don't know that I would substantially change it. I hate being old, but, like, that would, be, that would happen no matter what. I'm actually glad we grew up in an era, I'll say this, I think that if you didn't grow up in the 80s, you kind of missed what it was like at the time, obviously, but, you know, not having to be on your phone all the time, having like, you know, just sort of dedicated spaces for for celebrity and popularity, like, you know, when someone was famous, there was no denying So
0: 1950
1: is your answer? No, 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 80, 80. I would stick with 80, honestly. I wouldn't want to change too much because then... You get to be a part of the internet era as it grows up. Luke, life uh-huh. was
0: better before the internet era. Okay. That's what
1: I'm saying. You grow up pre-internet, but then you get to have the have the internet era. Yo,
0: fuck this wheel. Let's do the shoey.
1: All right. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Someone give him a fucked up shoe. Yo,
0: I want a gross shoe, and I want the guy, and I want the guy with the pape tattoo. Bring.
1: Same shoe. Bring Take out it. the guy same with shoe. the pope tattoo. All right. No, 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 no. Same shoe. Same shoe. Same shoe. Same shoe. Same shoe. Bro, this shit sucks. No, 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 you got to put enough in there. Here we go, ready? B.C. 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 Yeah! Drink that, you ho. Drink that. No, all of it. Oh, drink all that shit. Drink that shit.
0: Yeah! <laughs> all right. So, so this is what it feels like to have an STD. Wow. Wow. All
1: right. Okay, so I'm told, I'm being told by our producer we have a surprise. Oh, shit! Oh, hey, yeah. look at this. Happy two-year anniversary. Thank you to all the MK dogs. Yeah! All you guys signed this card, oh, thank, you. thank you. you very, we love you. Thank you very, seriously. Two years, I couldn't have imagined we'd come this far. Thank you. Thank you to everybody who's here. Thank you to those who watch. Thank you everyone watching right now. BC, this is, this is Luke, amazing. Look, we would
0: be nowhere without these people. I love them all, OK? Wow, even, look at this. Even, even, the, yes, even the weird look looking that. ones, all right? To the moon, baby, to the moon. Yeah, yo, look at this. Have, yo, take that, Canada, OK? You know what I'm saying right now? Are, are we done here? We are done, Luke. Oh, take us out. For the great fans in attendance here, our great let's hear it at the park MGM. <laughs> Two years Two and years. we're taking it to the moon. This is only the beginning, brother. All right, I'll piss in the shoe and then I'll drink out of it. Let's do it! Yeah! yeah! You. You. We 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 we
1: MK 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 Yeah!
3: We out, we're out, we're We're done.